Good morning, everybody. It's your host, Mark Trimble, and this is the MK Journal Podcast. Hello, everybody. Uh, Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the MK Journal Podcast. We are going to be uh, in Acts chapter 7 and 8 today um, and learning about... uh, the death of Stephen and the persecution of the Church of Jerusalem. So, hope you guys have your Bibles ready, and let's uh, let's get to it. Um, it is a wonderful day in Oklahoma City today, seventy-three degrees, and it's raining just a little bit. So, still a wonderful day, though. Uh, looking forward to the day and what God has in store for me, and. Uh, We'll see how it all pans out. All right. Okay. So Acts chapter 7. Uh, we'll start off towards the end of the chapter just to give you a little context. This is uh, Stephen preaching to the leaders of the council in Jerusalem. And he's telling them basically about the story of Moses. I mean, not Moses. I apologize. The story of Abraham um, and how God called him out of where he was, told him to go to uh, the promised land and Mos- and Abraham following him and then the story of Joseph and Egypt and Moses so um, and then David and Solomon etc 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 so if you look in verse 55 through 60 towards the very end of the chapter um uh, telling the very end of Stephen's life towards the, where he uh, uh, got stoned. So if we're going to read there, um, verse 55, it says, But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God and said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord and cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witness laid down their clothes at a young man's feet, whose name was Saul. This is the first time we see Saul mentioned uh, in the New Testament. And they they stoned Stephen, calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And he, and when he had said this, he fell asleep. Um, just a couple things I want to, I want to talk about Stephen here. I know I talked about him, um, the last, in the last episode and, uh, how he kind of stood out to me as a Christian. Um, so now we're going to wrap up his story. Um, here we see Stephen being stoned. He was preaching to the council of leaders in Jerusalem. And he was filled with the Holy Ghost. He was able to look up into heaven and see the glory of God and the Son of God. uh, Jesus standing on the right hand of, of God. While they were stoning him, he asked God not to lay the sin to their charge, which is amazing. Imagine being stoned to death and still having compassion on them and asking God to be 
merciful and not blame them for what they were doing to him. To achieve that kind of state of being filled with the Holy Ghost to that much and, and love and having the love of God, just being full of the love of God, is probably out of reach for me. I cannot imagine how in tune with the Lord one must be to be filled with the Spirit of God so much that God would allow you to see into heaven and see what Stephen did. We see that Saul was watching Stephen get stoned. I wonder how this might have affected him. Was he numb to it? Or did did it prick his heart? I I kind of talked about this in the last episode, how... um, inspiring it was but also amazing to me to see Stephen and how filled the Bible always talks about Stephen being filled with the Holy Ghost and I think we don't put enough emphasis on this I, uh, I'm a big fan of an old time preacher by the name of uh, Dr. Jack Hiles uh, really uh, my pastor was somebody who was close to him um and was under his ministry for a few years, and he's he's kind of uh, kind of sparked that hunger to know more about this person. Um, so I was I've been listening to a lot of his sermons uh, after that, and one thing that doc, that Doctor Jack House always talks about is being filled with the Holy Spirit in his sermons, and he, like that's ve- that's something that's very. Um, big to him and something very important to him is that he would be filled with the Holy Spirit and he even has a very well-known sermon called Fresh Oil where he talks just about being filled with the Spirit of God and how important that is and how that will affect your ministry. That is is a big reason why um, the story of Stephen has jumped out to me while reading the book of Acts and how he was filled. Uh, how the Bible specifically mentions him several times that he was filled with, with the with the Spirit of God, um, and like I said in the last episode, how he was filled with the Spirit of God, but it wasn't like he was somebody important as far as like position wise, because um, he wasn't a, he wasn't a leader in the church. Uh, in a very prominent position. He wasn't a pastor. He wasn't an assistant pastor. He was pretty much a, a layman who was just helping minister to the widows of the of the Grecians. So it wasn't even the widows of the of the of the of the Jews. It was the widows of the group of the Grecians that were a part of the church. Um, which, if you know anything about the Jews and and the Greeks, the Jews, the Greeks had a very were divided. Now, now they probably weren't as divided as just just culturally. There, there was a division among them. Um, the Jews uh, were the children are the children of God, so they had a different view upon themselves and the Greeks. And the Greeks had different customs, um, so there was there was a separation in culture um, and just everything like that. So, um, back to my point, Stephen is very uh, is a very impressive person to me. Um, very inspiring person to me. I think he's somebody who uh, isn't talked about enough in the Bible, um, but should be a model for um, Christians to be like because 
uh, of how the, of the way he lived his life while he was here on the earth. So, going on to the next chapter, chapter 8, looking at Acts chapter 8, verse 4, it says, Therefore, they were scattered abroad, went everywhere, preaching the word. We see here the beginning of the persecution of the church. Saul was the main person that was in charge of the persecution. God meant this for good, though, because through this persecution, the gospel started to be spread around the world. This was something that the church of Jerusalem failed to do. Uh, they got really comfortable with, with where they were. They were still a soul-winning church, um, but they failed to heed the command of God, which was to, yes, preach the word in Jerusalem, um, but he also commanded them to go into the uttermost, uttermost parts of the world and, and preach the gospel to them as well. And that's something that they weren't doing at this time, but the persecution motivated them to uh, leave Jerusalem and they preached the gospel after they left. So, um, Jesus commands us to spread the gospel to the whole world. That's something that we all know. The church of Jerusalem didn't do this. So, again, God used this persecution for good. He um, was able to use this, even though it was something horrible for the Christians that were experiencing it at the time. Uh, his word was able to reach millions more because of this. So sometimes, if just because something's bad doesn't mean that uh, God won't meet, won't turn it around and, and make it something positive in the future. All right, verse 26. Uh, this is talking about the story of Philip when he will go, went to Samaria. Um, and after he went to Samaria and led a revival there, uh, the Spirit of the Lord tells him to go into the desert. Uh, so we'll read there real quick. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go towards the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. So I found this very interesting. Uh, the Holy Spirit never told Philip that he was going to meet someone who needed to get saved uh, in the desert. Philip was just told to go to the desert by God. So he went not knowing why or what was going to happen. And that's amazing to me. That's how much faith we need to have in God. And that's how obedient we should be to the Holy Spirit's leading. Philip didn't argue or ask any questions. He just went. Philip was very um, obedient and listened, listened intently to what the Holy Spirit wanted him to do. Think about it. How many times has the Holy Spirit told us, told you, us, to talk to someone about Jesus and we didn't listen if Philip was like us and didn't listen to the Holy Spirit's leading then he would would not have gone to Samaria it says that he was led by the Holy Spirit to go to Samaria and he was able to lead a great revival there and then after he was done with that he went to the desert not knowing what was going to happen but he still went there and was able to lead the Ethiopian eunuch um, to the Lord. Samaria would not have gone through the revival and the Ethiopian eunuch would not have um, gotten saved. So I wonder how many people we may have reached 
uh, for Christ and would have received Christ as their Savior if we would have just listened to the leading of the Holy Spirit and told them about Christ. You see, we are so self-centered and arrogant that we care too much about what others may think about us, and that is why we ignore the Spirit's leading. Shame on us. You know, a lot of people like to downplay the Holy Spirit's leading or make excuses like, um, oh, I didn't know that that was the Holy Spirit leading me to talk to that person or some other, oh, I was busy or, you know, I, it, they looked like they didn't, they, they looked like they were busy or they looked like a, they wouldn't um, like someone talking to them or whatever our excuse may be for not sharing the gospel or even just simply handing out a track. You know, you think you would think that it would be so difficult just to hand out a simple track to say, hey, you know, I'm from Maranatha Baptist Church. Just, could I just hand you this track read it sometime? Love to invite you to our church, you know. And, and even if you don't feel comfortable saying that much, just say, hey, you know, could I, could I give this to you? Thank you. Have a nice day. You know, do like do something. Share the gospel somehow, whether it's through a track, whether it's through your own words, whether it's through the word of God. Don't just drive by them and ignore it. And don't act like you don't know what the Holy Spirit's leading is. If you're driving by somebody and you see them and you feel that little voice in your head saying, hey, go talk to that person. Or it may not be a little voice. Maybe it just be a tug on your heart. When you see that person and, and, and you look at him and you feel that little tug on your heart that says, uh, is, he, is he lost? Is he saved? You know, you, we often know what the Holy Spirit's leading is when it comes to things like that, but, but we're too proud to um, lower ourselves, humble ourselves, uh, to swallow our pride and go talk to somebody. And that's sad. And, and, and we're all guilty of that. It's not like you're the only one or I'm the only one that's ever done that. We've all done that. All kinds of Christians have done that at least once in their life, but most likely multiple times. And that's this blood that, that we're going to have on our hands because that's somebody that the Lord has brought along your path. And we failed as Christians to do what God commands us to do, which is, which is to share the gospel of Christ. So, um, this is just a reminder and encouragement. Hey, don't be self-centered. Don't be pride. Don't, don't, don't be prideful. Don't be arrogant. Share the gospel. No matter how stupid you may think you look, you know, you probably will not see that person again in your lifetime. You may not have the chance to share the gospel again to them in your lifetime. They may not have the chance to, or they may not, they may have never been that open to hearing the gospel again in their lifetime. So don't let these opportunities slip. My pastor um, calls it divine appointments. Whenever he meets somebody and, and shares the gospel to them, you know, he says, this is, these are divine appointments because it's not like we met by chance. The Lord brought our paths together to cross today. 
And that's a good of a reason, as good as a reason as any, to share the gospel with them. Lastly, if you look at verse 40, uh, at the end of the chapter, it says, But Philip was found at Azotus, and passing through, he preached in all the cities till he came to Caesarea. Philip didn't stop. After he um, finished leading a revival in Samaria and was, uh, and um, uh, helping the Ethiopian eunuch there in the desert, leading him to the Lord, uh, he didn't stop. He was going to the uh, he was going to Caesarea, but as he was passing through, he preached the gospel to all the cities and. That's how we have to be as believers. Um, you can't just stop because you led one person to the Lord. You got to keep going. You got to keep preaching, uh, and it has to be where you go while you're on your way. You know, um, look at look at the travel time, or, or or the time that you're on the way going somewhere. Look for somebody. You know, um, that is just you're you're time of traveling, let's say if whether you're um, driving your car, whether you're in a bus or whether you're on a boat or on a plane or whatever, that time of travel of being transported to, from one area to the next is just a, as good as an opportunity to share the gospel with people as it is when you get to your destination. Don't stop sharing the word of God, no matter what you're doing, whether you're staying in one place, whether you're traveling, whether you're going consistently, constantly preach the word of God. That's how Philip was. That's what we need to take away from what he was doing, from his example here, from his story here in the Bible. Never stop. Keep preaching. Keep uh, sharing the gospel, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing. Um, and be, be, listening to the Holy Spirit's guidance. Philip was, again, another person that we see uh, here in the Bible that was attentive to the Holy Spirit's leading. And because of that, he was able to do great things for the Lord. Um, that is all I have for today. I uh, just want to encourage you guys, have a wonderful day today. Um, be a good Christian. Act like a good Christian. Um, you have people watching you. So be a good example to them. You may be the only Bible that some people ever read. So hopefully they're able to see Jesus in you because of the way you're living. Uh, I hope everybody has a wonderful day. Um, real quickly, I would like to let everybody know I'm, I'm, I'm planning to add a new um, segment to the podcast. Uh, this is the MK Journal. And as most of you know, I am a missionary's kid. Um, so I would like to, to start some, uh, another segment to the podcast, um, just for fun. Uh, we can be a little bit too serious sometimes on the podcast, which isn't a bad thing, but I'd like to, to add a little bit more additional content in here and, um, start interviewing some, some friends of mine to start off and eventually, uh, some other people, um, me being an MK, I have a lot of missionary kids that are that I'm friends with um so I'd like to um talk to some of them a little bit more um interview them um so 
I'll let you guys know. I'll post it uh, on my social media accounts on Facebook. It's the MK Journal um, page on there. Go go there, like it, um, so that you get uh, up to date. And then follow my uh, personal account on Facebook, Mark Trimble, uh, for l- live updates as well for every new uh, episode that comes out. Be looking for uh, story time episodes, and that's those are going to be the episodes where I'm interviewing other missionary kids like me finding out, learning their stories and um, their uh, experiences and, and just having a good time uh, talking to other people who went through similar experiences like me. So look forward to that. Um, again, I hope you guys all have a great day. Have a wonderful day. Do right. Act like a Christian. Walk like a Christian. Talk like a Christian. I hope this uh, episode was able to be a blessing to you as it was to me. Have a good day, everybody. God bless.